Welcome to the Well Kind Better podcast. My name is Nicole Gergieva. I'm a holistic well-being coach and mindfulness guide. Every week I share knowledge, stories, and my best tips to help you elevate your well-being and mindset. Together, we explore tools and practices that support you in becoming a kinder and better version of yourself so you can bring your vision board to life. Take a deep breath, relax your shoulders, and let's dive into today's episode. Hey, lovely humans. In today's episode of the Welcome Better podcast, we're talking about the mindset shifts that can help us use our time differently and create our weekly schedule in ways that help us thrive. We are not talking just about succeeding. Success is often characterized by external factors, such as achievements or recognition, and success is often quite short-lived. We experience it at the peak of the mountain. But when we talk about thriving, we adopt a holistic view and seek a more sustainable, long-term sense of fulfillment. We're talking about enjoying the whole hike and the peak of the mountain. Here are some other characteristics of thriving. It implies a strong sense of well-being, as if all areas of well-being, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, and social, fit together like puzzle pieces to create a beautiful picture. Thriving is also characterized by a strong sense of meaning and purpose. You know in your heart what you're here to do, and you're pursuing it with an unshakable motivation. Finally, thriving implies a sense of healthy balance in life. We're able to integrate our well-being, professional aspirations, and self-fulfillment in our daily lives. Now you can see why I have chosen the topic of today's episode to be more about helping you thrive and not merely succeed. Before I share the three mindset shifts, I encourage you to reflect on an important question. What does it mean to you to thrive in the season of your life? I recently watched a Marvel movie. In it, one of the main characters was learning to shoot with a bow and arrow. An elderly, wiser woman told her, If you aim at nothing, you will hit nothing. It's quite simple, yet many of us can waste precious time not knowing what we're aiming at and hence not hitting anything. I challenge you to think of a time when you got home from work, sat on the couch to just think about what to do with the rest of the day, and ended up watching TV for the entire evening. I think that we have all been there, and I'm sure that I have. It's important to think about what it means to you to thrive before you can design a schedule to support your growth. This way, you know what you're aiming at. Now keep in mind that during different seasons of life, thriving might look differently to you. Here are some usual examples to explain the point. In your early 20s, thriving might be keeping a busy social life while also passing university exams. In your early 30s, it might be taking care of your health and building a strong relationship with your partner. In your 40s, it might be finding harmony while managing your career and bringing up your children. Find what rings true for you right now and keep it in mind. Now that you have an answer to the question, what does it mean to you to thrive in the season of your life? Let's explore the mindset shifts that can help you get there. Mindset shift number one. The time you spend on self-care is an investment, not a waste. We're diving headfirst into the well-being component of the equation. I like the saying that without you, nothing else in your life happens. What does this mean? It means that if you don't feel healthy, you will likely not train for the half marathon that you want to finish. 
If you have not taken care of your emotional needs, you will likely not be able to show up with patience and kindness for others. If you haven't connected with your heart and your purpose, you will likely feel uninspired to work hard for what you want. So basically, without a healthy, aligned, calibrated and kind you, not much thriving will happen in your life. Therefore, it is vital that you take care of yourself and your well-being. Creating time in your schedule for self-care is essential if you want to thrive. Now, I am sure that this is not news to you. So what prevents us from putting a yoga class or a walk in the park or an hour of cooking a healthy meal in the calendar? Most often, it is the mindset that taking care of ourselves is a waste of time. Now, you might not think about it exactly like this, but the voice in your head might be telling you a different version of the same statement, such as, I have to take care of my kids, my dog, or my plants first. I will deserve that yoga class if I finish all of my work or if I clean the whole apartment today. Or, this is my personal favorite because I fall victim to it most often. I have more important things to do than to go for a walk in the park. If you recognize yourself in any of these, I want to offer you different ways of thinking about self-care. If you're a person who feels responsible for taking care of everybody else but yourself, imagine yourself as one of those things that you used to water the plant. I forgot the name. (laughs) If there is no water in that thing, you cannot pour water and take care of your plant. It's the same for you. If you don't fill in your own cup, it will just get harder and more difficult to take care of others. If you're a person who thinks that you have to achieve X, Y, and Z, before you take care of yourself, then know this. Self-care is not conditional. There is no checklist with boxes that you have to cross in order to be eligible for self-care. And finally, if you're more like me and you think that you always have more important things to do than this, then keep in mind that without you, nothing else happens in your life. For example, if you sacrifice the 20 minutes that it takes you every day to work out and boost your immune system, you might catch a cold. Laying in bed, feeling miserable, will cost you more time, and not to mention health and joy, than having a consistent self-care ritual that you can do every day. Not a lot of daily things are more important than your health, so make sure you prioritize wisely. Having said all of this, the mindset shift I invite you to adopt is that self-care is an investment in your health, motivation, vitality, and ability to achieve your big goals. Self-care will help you thrive. It is not a waste of time. Mindset shift number two. Focus on growth first, work second. Okay, we have already put one thing in the schedule that helps us thrive. This is self-care. Now let's take it a step further. Let's plan our days with growth in mind first and work second. Now, when I say work here, I mean your job and any other responsibilities and commitments that you cannot move. This could be taking care of your family or, for example, attending school. I believe that most of us distribute our time this way. We take a look at the calendar and say, from Monday to Friday, from 9 to 6, I have to be available for work. Then I also have to account for traffic. I have to walk the dog. I have to take the kids from school. I have to help my parents. I have to cook. I have to do laundry during the weekend. And I have to clean my apartment. I have to do this and I have to do that and this and that. Once you put all of these have-tos in the calendar, 
you already feel mentally tired because there is always so much to do. Only at the end of this exercise, you take a look at the time that is left and maybe plan something beneficial for yourself. When we approach our schedule this way, we're usually not planning for a thriving personal life. We're planning to meet all of our responsibilities and be there for everybody else, even if it is at the cost of our personal well-being and growth. So I suggest we plan the week differently. Instead of starting with all the responsibilities and work and the amount of time we have to spend on them, we begin by asking ourselves, what do I need or want to do this week in order to thrive in my life? This is where it becomes important to know what thriving means to you. Maybe your answer includes spending time with loved ones or spending an hour a day learning a new skill. Maybe you want to add a few hours of gym time in the calendar. Just make the list. Then take a look at the calendar and see where you can fit the things that help you thrive. Of course, be reasonable and account for work and other responsibilities. But know that work and responsibilities never end. Even if we spend 12 hours in the office, there will always be something left to be done. Learning to approach our schedule in this way puts our growth as a priority and it will not make you less productive, less caring or less responsible. It will actually make you more efficient with your time, more present with your loved ones and more committed to your self-improvement. This is why I invite you to flip your mindset and start scheduling your week for growth first and work second. Okay, so, so far, we have added self-care and a focus on growth in the schedule. The calendar is actually filling in quite fast. So, to make sure we have enough time for everything that is important, we have to also adopt mindset shift number three. Mindset shift number three. Saying no is kind, not rude. So far, we spoke about the importance of self-care and prioritizing our growth. This means that if these things are not yet in your schedule, or if you want to focus more on them, you have to somehow fit them into your timetable. However, we all know that time is limited. So what do we do? The answer is simple. We have to start setting better boundaries and saying no to certain commitments and even people. Yes, I know. Saying no is difficult, especially for those of us, and I consider myself included in this group, that have people-pleasing tendencies. Actually, it's not just difficult. Sometimes it can even be painful. After all, we want to be good employees, friends, partners, parents. It is in our human nature to be available to others and in this way, making sure that we are not cast out of the community. However, if we also want to thrive in our lives, we need to prioritize the activities, relationships and pursuits that help us achieve that. So how can we say no without feeling guilty or like we're dying inside? One way to do it is to get crystal clear on what helps us thrive and back those things up with a strong why. Let's take an example. You know that taking care to connect with your partner during the weekend helps you thrive in your relationship. Therefore, you spend Saturday mornings having breakfast together, sharing meaningful conversations and some quality time. It's a very simple thing to do having breakfast together, but you're clear on the benefits that this time brings you. Now, let's say that you and your partner had a very, very busy week and you barely even shared the meal together. You're looking forward to Saturday morning so much. However, on Friday evening, you receive a text message 
from somebody from work that they will be in town on Saturday morning and ask you to have a cup of coffee and show them around the city. You might feel compelled to accept because you don't want to be rude, right? But you also really want to have breakfast with your partner. So there are two choices. Be polite and say yes to your acquaintance or stay true to what's important to you and nourish your relationship. If you're crystal clear on why Saturday breakfast is a non-negotiable ritual for you and your partner, then saying no to your acquaintance will be much easier. I know that you might think that this example is a little bit silly because, come on, it's just a breakfast with your partner. You can skip it once in a while. And yes, you might be right. But you can also look at it this way. If you don't learn to protect the simple things in your life, how are you going to learn to say no to the bigger things? For example, if your manager asks you to work overtime during the weekend. The other thing I want to mention about saying no is that it is usually a kinder thing to do anytime you are not truly invested in something. Let's say that you accept the invitation of your acquaintance. You meet the person, but you are low-key annoyed at spending time with them because you wish you were having breakfast with your partner. You are distracted. You are checking your phone. You are quick and short in your communication. In other words, you don't want to be there and it really shows. So my question to you is this. Isn't it better to show up for that interaction when you can bring your best, most present self? Maybe one way to do it is just to ask to reschedule for the afternoon. The people in your life deserve the best of you. And you can only give that to them when you yourself feel like you're thriving and spending time in the most aligned way. So this is the last mindset shift I have for you today. Saying no to the commitments you're not truly invested in is kind and not rude. Okay, so let's recap the three shifts you can make in your mindset in order to create a schedule that helps you thrive in your life. Mindset shift number one. The time you spend on self-care is an investment, not a waste. Mindset shift number two. Focus on growth first and work second. Mindset shift number three. Saying no is kind, not rude. I really hope that these ideas will inspire you to allocate your time differently this week or at least to try to incorporate one or two of these mindset shifts. Well, lovely humans, this is all for today. Thank you so much for listening to the Well Kind Better podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. If you would like to join the conversation about this podcast episode, you can do it on my Instagram account at wellkindbetter.withmico. Stay tuned for next week when I will be back to help you feel well, be kind and do better one well-being conversation at a time. 